Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. Take $5 million out of the bank and take the banker's phone because we're back with Hanksy Pinksy Bad Romance. A podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch the stickiest and nastiest Mel Gibson's romance movies. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots. I'm Luke Patrick, I'm the other dumb idiot. This week I am Sawyer. Oh, are you here to protect me? I am your very handsome, here to protect you good boy. Yeah, my exceedingly fuckable security boy. Yeah, it, it, can we, this is talking way out of school, but really quick, isn't it pretty funny uh-huh. that Christian's like kind of jealous this whole time during this whole movie, but then mm-hmm. does in fact leave her with an extremely fuckable Abercrombie and Fitch model? It's the strangest fucking thing and the only, the only reason I think that he did it is that like maybe Sawyer had like a war injury <laughs> his dick is like gone. Yeah, he's 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 basically inert. He's an inert gas. Or what if Sawyer is just asexual? Ooh, that could be. Maybe he looks and, specifically for. Yeah. And this is the ace representation that people have been looking for in film. I will say, if it's the ace representation we've been looking for in film, it is pretty discreet. It is, yeah. Look, we if if this is what we're getting, if this is what we're looking for in film for ace representation, we need to shoot higher. Yeah, we definitely need to do better than Sawyer. I mean, we are guessing wildly about yeah. his sexuality. So, but it's honestly, it's not too implausible to me that Christian during the interview process would go and hey, BT Dubs, are you asexual? And yeah. uh, Sawyer was like, actually, yes. Uh, and then Christian goes, you got the job, my guy. I also like to think that he tempted Sawyer with a just carnival of carnal delights. <laughs> was like, choose, choose among these delicacies. <laughs> like in the next room, it was just a waft of stank fumes and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> open cock shafts and labias. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, open cock shafts? Openly displayed cock shafts. In, oh uh, boy, I was worried that this this was taking a weird turn and it was like a peeled banana. I mean, we are less than three minutes into the podcast and I've off- already said the phrase openly displayed cock shafts. Sure, so, yeah. yeah hey, we're there's an strong. easier 
There's an easier explanation, a simpler one with Sawyer. Yeah. He's gay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd do it. Yep. I don't know why we didn't go there first, that we went for the more... Yeah. Kind of complicated war injury. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The war injury got me pretty good. (laughs) I just like the fact... (laughs) I got this guy that I used to know back in Desert Storm. I hear you're looking for a specific kind of protection detail. (laughs) Yeah, it's sort of a weird version of Taken. I have a specific set of skills, and none of them are sex. None of them are sexual in nature. Most of them are murdering people. Um, I wouldn't know a clitoris if it were staring me in the face. Yeah. Anyway, Sam, did we already say what we watched this week? We didn't. It was 2018's Fifty Shades Freed. Yep. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Luke, mm-hmm. how was your watch? It was the last one. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um, yeah. Pulled it up, got old, the old bald DVD peddler himself, Jeffrey Beesbos, to uh, sort of fork uh, this one over. Beesbos. Uh, Jeffrey mm-hmm. Jeffrey Beesbos did want 15 full goddamn dollars for the unrated version of this. Um, he did, and that's why I didn't get it. Yeah, same here. Same story as last week, folks. Here's um, the thing. Mm-hmm. Can I say, if it was $15 to rent it, I'd consider it, weirdly enough. But the fact that it is an irreversible purchase, that's mm. what gets... I don't want to own the unrated version. I don't want anyone to, like, when I'm dead, be looking through my Amazon library and go, huh, huh, why'd Sam own the unrated version of only Fifty Shades Freed? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because it would be pretty funny... If you only owned the unrated edition of the third Fifty Shades movie, that would seem like a proclivity and not like a decision that was made. This was like exactly a sexual necessity for you. (laughs) I can't finish unless I watch the unrated third one. I need the Red Room, but only the Red Room from Fifty Shades Freed, the unrated. Those extra three minutes you get with the unrated version of this one, mm-hmm. that's what gets oh. my meat going. They they are the most sensuous, the yeah. most tantalizing. Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. my watch, it was fine, man. I had some leftovers, watched a movie. Uh, Jeff Bezos was kind enough to, to fork it up. I will say, I've been dealing with some stuff the last couple days. Um, mm-hmm. Most notably, uh, drum roll, please. I've had the flu. Yeah, I've had the flu, folks at home. Um, yeah. So as you can kind of tell by my my hacking laugh um this this week so far and uh sort of my general demeanor i've had the flu so we did postpone this watch by two days Mm -hmm. um because i was definitely not functional on friday i was semi-functional yesterday and am mostly functional today um but uh get your flu shots people because i got mine and i still got wrecked wrecked by this thing yeah, and folks, in case you were worrying, um, as of right now, I'm healthy as a horse. 
Yeah, somehow you keep dodging shit. Just you're like <laughs> Neo over there. Um, it honestly, it's probably the OCD and the frequent hand washing that's really keeping me. Yeah, uh, as as safe as I've been. It's also as we've discussed outside the the podcast, your bubble because you are now a bubble boy. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't want to, I was hoping that people wouldn't hear sort of the reverberations within the bubble, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm bouncing around the house in a hermetically sealed bubble. Yeah, you are in fact a good, good bubble boy now, which is a good way to live if you want to avoid the flu, and I can confirm mm-hmm. that you, you want to avoid the flu, folks, if you can. Yeah, judging by what you messaged me, it sounded bad. Yeah, I think that whole day, the first day, was the sickest I've felt in in recent memory. Um, absolutely it, devastating. That sucks. So can I say that if I had been even moderately functional, it would have been a pretty genuinely hilarious time to mm-hmm. boot up some softcore pornography. <laughs> <laughs> see i'm i'm sad because we had a we had a golden opportunity yeah for one of us to be racked with fever yeah and to consume softcore pornography because i cannot imagine something i would want to watch less yes than while having a fever than than porn yeah, the the thought was deeply, deeply unappealing. Um, <laughs> and also, I would not have been able to get out of bed, and I probably would have fallen asleep multiple times during the watch, uh-huh. necessitating some re-watches of portions of it. Um, you yeah. think you would have gotten a boner, though? No. Not mm. even a bit. Because... Sam, all of the blood in my body was so focused in my core mm-hmm. um, that, like, I thought my digits were going to freeze off. So Ugh. there was no, the yeah, there was no vascular activity remotely mm-hmm. going near my penis. So Couldn't spare a pint, huh? No, not a pint moving in any direction. <laughs> Other than what was, you know, it was all clumped up trying to keep me alive. So. (laughs) Well, hey, I'm glad you made it. Yeah, I made it. I'm here. We're recording. I am weirdly starting to flag a little bit right as we we booted up this record. Um, Mm, That's no good. Yeah. So, you know, how was your watch? Luke, I woke up at 4.30 this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, it's uh, November 6th, and here's the thing. I thought I thought Congress did one thing right, and I thought they fixed the clock change and shit. Yeah. All right? Well, he- here's the thing, Luke. The Senate passed it. It's been stuck in the House ever since, and I am so furious about this. Because I woke up, and I was like, oh, it's 5.30. It's time to feed the cat. And I went, and I fed the cat. And then I looked at my phone, and I saw that it was 4.30. And I wanted to drop dead. Um, Mm. Because, A, 
don't want to set a new precedent for feeding the cat at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> no, you do not. Yeah. And B, Congress. You had one job to do. Mm-hmm. You had one job, and it was fix the clocks. Fix them. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not complicated. You just fix them. You say, we're not going to do this anymore. The Senate did it, and the Senate's good for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and Well, and here's, here's the worst news, Luke. Mm-hmm. If the House doesn't get it passed by the end of the year, which I'm almost certain it won't, the Senate will have to pass it again next year. Yeah, and they'll have less daylight to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna fucking suck. Anyway, so, it's pretty tired. Um, watch was pretty standard. We ordered some pizza from a different place, and it it was real mediocre. Mm. Um, so... Man, there's, there's very little in life that's more disappointing than mediocre pizza. Yeah, it... I gotta tell you, it really put a damper on things. Cause yeah. I was I was doing okay. We we played some video games earlier today, Luke, uh, mm-hmm. remotely, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. having a nice time. And then I had this mediocre pizza. Um, U.S. Pizza Company, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna call them out. Put them, it put them on blast, huh? Yeah, U.S. Pizza Company, what the fuck are you doing? Hmm. It was like a cracker. It was awful. Yeah. And it was so, it like it was lukewarm somehow. And it's like this kind of crackery crust that was also sort of soggy. And it just did not hit the spot. Yeah. It didn't do it for me. Otherwise, the watch was fine. Kenna was there. Um What's the plot, Luke? Sam, you loved the last one so much, you get to do the plot this week. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so the plot of Fifty Shades Freed, uh, at the beginning of the movie, are two heroes, uh, Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele, Anastasia. Uh, get married. They get yeah, married. like immediately in this one. Yeah. During the opening credits, in <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they go on their honeymoon, they're traipsing all over Europe, fucking all over the place. Um, there's some stuff about, uh, her being sort of, sort of sassy and not listening to him, but whatever. She gets back and she's been actually fully promoted to fiction editor at the publishing company. Uh, kind of not a whole lot happens. And, uh, oh, her old boss does do a terrorism and tries to blow up some computers or servers or something at Christian Grace company. Yeah. Uh, he gets arrested for that. I think, um, there's like a car chase at one point. Christian buys a house. Uh, they go on another vacation and then, um, at one point, her former boss, Jack, does break into the house and hold her at knife point, trying to, to kidnap her, I guess. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, he, is, he is thwarted by uh, the, the aforementioned Sawyer and his uh, g- a colleague, partner, Prescott. Uh, Jack is then arrested. Then he makes bail. 
and uh, kidnaps Christian's sister and makes Anastasia uh, pull out $5 million in cash. Uh, she shoots him in the leg, and everything's fine. Oh, and she's pregnant. No, she, yeah, uh, she's preggers. That's pretty much the movie. Yeah, Christian freaks out about the preggers part. You missed he does. Miss that part. Yeah. Um, See, this is why I don't do this part of the thing, man. Yeah, I mean, but I appreciate you stepping in since, again, you love the last one so much. And mm-hmm. um, I am, I'm pretty, pretty sick this time. Yeah. It's, it's really, you're my substitute teacher for today's yeah, I, look, plot it's, lecture. Look, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it it's it's totally fine. Um, is it is it Luck Patlick? <laughs> Luck Patlick is he here? Yeah, that's me. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, here. Today we're gonna do some worksheets. Oh man, not a movie. The last guy no. just made us watch Jurassic Park. Well, the last guy was arrested <laughs> for showing us. I know, for showing us Jurassic Park. <laughs> this is pretty... <laughs> yeah, and here's the other thing. He edited in porn I was to Jurassic Park. I was about to say that. <laughs> it was his own That's fan That's why edit. he was arrested. <laughs> but it was his own porn of was... him having sex with a dinosaur doll. Yeah, it was pretty raunchy, but we were, half of us were into it, If I think, <laughs> if we pulled the room. Hey, everybody. Yeah, that's about half. <laughs> who, who, who's, who's enjoying watching uh, Mr. Fitzgeraldson fuck this T-Rex toy, but not in the way you'd expect? <laughs> yeah, man, it's pretty good stuff. It's pretty meta. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Camera work was excellent. Yeah, I mean, top dollar went into this experience. Oh, yeah. Look, say what you will about Mr. Fitzgeraldson uh, splicing in his own pornographic content, but the man understood Mizazen yeah, uh, like nobody else. The way he worked Jeff Goldblum's lines into this <laughs> um, <laughs> is just, ah, uh, perfection. Yeah. Nature uh finds a uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's just called Jurassic Pork though. That was pretty <laughs> it's <was> pretty yeah. lazy. <laughs> it's pretty lazy on Fitzgeraldson's part. tickled Sam for the folks at home. That got a good one out of Sam. Luke, what did you think of Fifty Shades Freed? Uh, hang on, let me write down Jurassic <laughs> Pork for the uh, <laughs> yeah. for the old episode title. <laughs> Alright. Sam, what did I think of Fifty Shades Freed? I'm f- happy to be freed of this series. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm just so tired of I the top two notes I have in my notes mm-hmm. are I hate her stupid face followed by wait I hate both their stupid faces. Hmm. So that's sort of where I entered, and then I had it in. 
I didn't enjoy the movie, but I had an okay time with it. If I'm oh. honest. Yeah. Okay. It's not a good movie. This movie's so far from good, it's not even funny. But uh-huh. um, in the literal sense, in that it is not funny. It is not a funny haha bad movie. Oh no, it's it not. It's just a bad movie. Um but there's plenty to talk about in here, so I'm just gonna try to just get into the space and make it happen. Sure. I'm gonna be yeah. a professional about Fifty Shades Freed. Damn straight. Yeah. How was your uh what'd you we were talking about your watch? What do you think of it? I didn't hate it. Of course you didn't. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Look, what is wrong with me? Turns out Fifty Shades is just your scene, my dude. Well, can I tell you? Here's the thing. My least favorite part of this movie, mm-hmm. all the sex. Didn't want that part. I, yeah. They fuck way too much at this one. And I was like, enough of that. Give me this weird thriller. Yeah. The thriller I found actually pretty fucking engaging. Uh, And it worked for me. The fucking... No, thank you. Off the menu. Yeah. I didn't order this. I don't want it. Send it back. Well, but here's the thriller? The, here's the thing with the fucking in this one. And, uh-huh. and why I think the unrated version would have been a total ripoff. Um, mm-hmm. It's really shoehorned into the plot in this one. Because we basically have like a Jason Bourne light movie. Thank you, Luke, because I spent a fair amount of time trying to figure out the name of this Bourne film. <laughs> uh, and the best I could get was, like, the Bourne Erection? Because, like, oh, there's the Bourne yeah. Dominatrix, which I think sounds good but doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, the Bourne Domination? Was that no good for you? Ooh, the Bourne Domination is excellent. Yeah. That one was right there for the taking, I just feel like. See, I hit Dominatrix, mm, and yeah. and I couldn't think past it. But yeah. the Born Domination, absolutely, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> I think the Born Domination's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, you got this nice thriller going on, and then they're sort of contractually obligated to just throw in a just an assload of scenes of them fucking. Yeah, it... it it was definitely sort of a, a journeyman's approach yeah. to sex, where it's just like <laughs> clock in, clock out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll I'll suck on some parts and then I'll you know get my fucking paycheck and go to craft services. Yeah, it's like you're getting your requisite flight hours to be a certified mm-hmm. commercial pilot. You're like, yeah, this is. Hour number 300 for me, man. I don't know. I'm yeah, I gotta, working my I way I gotta there. get my fucking cunnilingus hours here, and I just... <laughs> <sighs> here we go. Yeah. Um, but you're, to your point, they do fuck on a lot of places, and they do do it a lot in this one. It, like, more than the last ones. Yeah. And I think that's what did it for me. If it had just been a couple, like, real sort of tantalizing, nice fuck scenes, yeah, I would have been okay with it, but they just kept going at it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's now getting in the way. You know um, why it didn't work in this one? Hmm. There are no stakes. 
there's no escalation of their sexual proclivities. There's no yeah. tension in their... I mean, there's, like, some relationship tension, but they're married, so, like... Right. It's not It's not the same fuck tension No, that it's they had like, before. It's like when Bella and Edward got married and then went to the fuck shack in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That lull in the story is where things dipped in a big way. Because there were no stakes. Yeah. It was just yeah, us. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta have sexual stakes. Sexual stakes keeps things frisky. You know it what does. I mean? That's why I light part of the house on fire every time I have sex. Thank you. This is this is why I uh, I tape a knife to my leg every time <laughs> I do it. Because it's who's gonna hit, get hurt tonight? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's always me. Yeah. I always stab myself right in the ass cheek. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a risk you really run, I think, mm-hmm. with that approach. Yeah, if I were smart, I'd tape the knife somewhere else. But, I mean, what, you know, I'm using everything else. I think a better approach, if I, can I make a suggestion about your knife play? <laughs> Please do. I think what you do is you get some fishing line. Mm-hmm. You tie one end around the knife, maybe just duct tape mm-hmm. it in place. This might be a twenty-five shades of gray thing. Now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, but we're yeah, here. Yeah, it's just a little bit like twenty-five <laughs> shades. Duct tape one end to the the knife, and then loop it around your ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And then tape it to a wall and hit go on that ceiling fan, man. Oh just my let god! Let it spin, baby. Jesus, that is genuinely terrifying. Keep it low, it, keep it slow, like you're making a brisket. You know what that would be like, Luke? What's that? It would be like having sex inside a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly, you're trying to bone down. And Mr. Fitzgeraldson's coming here, and he's got to fucking cut the lawn. <laughs> he's got to get this... Seen pristine for his uh, jungle <laughs> shots for Jurassic Pork 2. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, the How the fuck scenes don't have any stakes. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Yeah, like there are these like small bits where like she, she gets sort of like some of the power. Mm-hmm. In in their dynamic, but there's just not a whole lot. Yeah, it just I don't know. It, and part of it is because like I'm pretty certain they really didn't like each other. Yeah. Uh, I also think this is the first one where we really see the movie kind of straining at the um quality of the source material or or lack thereof. Hmm. Interesting. You bring this up. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you'll find that the last one was pretty thin on the ground too. As far no, the as last one was good. Goes. Okay, the last <laughs> one was genuinely good. Um, that was just a good movie, and I, Luke. Yeah, I would recommend it. I hate I hate myself. I don't know what's but, come over you. I don't. I should don't I know. try to fix you? Should I send you to a doctor? I don't doctor? think so. I probably need an exorcism, but uh but no, I think I think I would actually recommend the second one. 
I mean, for once, I think we'll give it a half a half wreck because I can't <laughs> sign off on that. But no, I'm not gonna block ex- you. I just can't understand why I, because Luke, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Hey, I can't get it out of my fucking head. I like that movie, <sighs> Luke. I would watch it again. I don't know what's what? wrong with you. I <laughs> genuinely don't. To me? I don't know. I oh think you need God. to be committed a little bit. Yeah. Don't tell my therapist, please. <laughs> um, you know what I can wholeheartedly recommend, though? Mm. Yes, God, yes. A, uh, uh, a fantastic film starring Natalia Dyer and Timothy Simmons. It's 75 minutes long. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your life? You got 75 minutes to watch these cool Catholic kids figure out their stuff at a camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through the stuff we all go through as adolescents. And then, Man, uh, talk about sexual stakes. Oh, there's... Honestly? That's a great comparison to this movie. You mm-hmm. want to see sexual stakes in action. You go see Yes, God, Yes. It's got sexual stakes out the ass. Oh, yeah. Bippity boppity is right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this movie, um, I, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. So I asked Kenna before I came up here, which was the best movie and which was the worst of yeah. the three. She agreed that the second one was the best one. Okay. Uh, and then she said this was the worst one. Yeah. So, where are you at on that? They're all bad. No, but you have to pick a best and a worst. I was genuinely just thinking about it. They're all bad. They're all so bad, Sam. They aren't. The first one's not very good. (laughs) The the second one is just a good film that I actually would recommend. And the third one's fine. Okay, if I were... if Literally, if you put a gun to my head, here's what I would say. (laughs) Because I don't want to sort these because they all suck. But again, categorically, they do not. But yeah, go ahead. If, if you forced me to, uh, here's I think I agree with Kenna because, and I guess you too. I think it sounds like you're on the same page. Um, no, I actually think the first one was the worst. I think, I think, oh, my ranking is two, three, one. Uh, second one's just a g- good, good fucking movie, folks. Um, At this the- point, Sam, I'm giving your your opinion the same amount of credit I give like a weird chain email I received from a crazy aunt. You should. <laughs> hey, you absolutely should. Here's what Joe Brandon's doing with the aliens that are taking over the world <laughs> this week. And you're like, all right, Aunt Cindy. Weird, yeah. but I'm going to fine. You do you, I guess. Yeah, um, I think something about conspiracy corner i think like finally rotted my brain yeah something ain't cooked um oh no okay so the first one had so many weird bad fanficy lines for mm-hmm. me that i think categorically it has to be less good than the second one the second one i will grant you is not a good movie. I see your face. No. I cannot endorse no. this at all. 
It's not a good movie, but of the three, I guess is the best, and then this one's definitely the worst. Well, Luke, we will agree to disagree on the the quality of the second movie. Yeah. Uh, because it is just a good film, folks. Get out there and watch it. Um, you know how people are always talking about The Godfather and <laughs> Titanic and, and Fifty Shades Darker <laughs> in the same conversation? I just... I don't I don't understand why. All right, do do something for me right now. Uh-huh. What's another movie you've watched recently that you outside of the podcasts that we do? Mm, okay. What is A another movie? movie that you've watched recently that you had fun with? <laughs> you got to get out more, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Look, I don't remember. I he, here's what I will say. In my defense, uh, Ken and I typically watch more like TV shows than we watch movies. Okay, TV shows fine. Give me a TV show oh, that you've. The Patient. Okay, The Patient. Good. So you yeah. are experiencing joy from other media. Uh, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say joy from that one. Yeah. Um. The the finale it. It it was it's a it's a heavy series, but it uh, it's got some lighter moments that are pretty fun. So yeah, I'll say joy. Okay, I'm just checking in. I'm just getting your temperature, man. I'm just a little worried about you. Yeah, no, I I think I'm I'm okay. Uh, what what else what else what else have we watched? Um, you know, we watched this show. It's it is straight trash. Uh, it's nine one one. It's uh, it's arguably the dumbest show I've ever fucking seen. Uh, yeah. So th- we mostly watch that to make fun of it. I feel like I'm on trial. Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to keep listing. That's that's pretty. It's pretty bad audio. And this is not Reno nine one one. I'm assuming right. this is no 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 no. This is the the I think Fox. Uh, TV show 911 is terrible. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make yeah. sure you weren't trash talking what is. No, I wish I <laughs> wish we were watching Reno 911. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um anyway, just wanted to check and make sure that you aren't like cuz if you're experiencing any Stockholm syndrome with this project and I we probably have, am. And we fully crystallized and warped your view of what good <laughs> movies are. <laughs> we can take a break, my guy. No, there's no stopping. Um. So, okay, okay. I do want to talk about the movie. Um, because there's a lot here that I, f- I feel like is worth talking about. Boner Inspector! Boner Inspector, Luke. About time you showed up, Mr. Boner Inspector. Well, I've got a lot of boners to check out. You know, I was over (laughs) hanging out with the frosty fellas at the worst idea of all time, who, of course, invented me. And uh, I've been checking out boners between New Zealand and Arkansas. Yeah, makes sense. That's a lot of, can I say, that's a lot of boners. I'm a busy boy. Yeah. 
but Luke, I hear you've been uh, consuming some pornography. Kinda. Yeah. Well, and? I guess, yeah, this one actually had more softcore pornography. I guess, but it wasn't as intense. Mm. I know Sam... Oh. Sam really wanted me to get a boner, but I have bad news, because what's the opposite of a boner? Because that's what I had. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah, I... So so sad to hear. Yeah. (sighs) I'll be honest. Anytime the, like, weird techno poppy music started and they started getting Mm -hmm. naked, I felt such a rage inside of me that I think a boner Mm -hmm. was impossible. So... Was it the music? If the music had been different, do you, do you think you could have gotten there? I think you could have put anything behind them. And it Wagner. <laughs> well, you know how Wagner gets me going. Um, I was just imagining all of the sex scenes with like a Fearless Flyers song going mm-hmm. on behind it or a Corey Wong tune. And sure. uh, it was a pretty good image, not one that's sexually arousing, but I just love the Fuck. idea of like, Fuck. and they're just like slowly caressing each mm-hmm. other. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so is it just a sheer amount? Actually, uh, yes, yes. Because uh, I did write in my notes, Mister Boner Inspector, and here's what it says explicitly. It's never ending. It doesn't give your dick enough time to breathe. Mm. <laughs> I knew that problem. Uh. It was pretty constant. Mm, um, yes. And not in a good way. It, it was it was unrelentingly right. bad soft pork pornography. Not not like a like a gooner bait. No, not in a, a masturbating for six plus hours, uh, as is right, legally yes. mandated for gooner baiting. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so you would say it's not as tantalizing as the hit film Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, I had much less. I had no reaction at all to this one, other than vitriol, where I did mm. give, as you've already sussed out, an emotional half chub to Fifty Shades right. Darker. So, well, that would be because that's just a good movie. Everyone knows. That. <laughs> Boner Inspector, I think you're supposed to be Switzerland. I think you're supposed to be neutral on these things. Oh no, 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 no! I, I can comment on the movies as much as I'd like. I just don't comment on the boners, I guess. I don't I don't I don't think I actually have ever outlined sort of any neutrality sense that I recall. If you don't comment on the boners, if I may humbly ask the question, what is your job, boner inspector? <laughs> I just check out to see if they're there. <laughs> just pointing at them, huh? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the whole uh... deal. Hoop, there's a boner. You know, that's kind of the job, but uh it's been uh, pretty dry times, if you know what I mean. Pretty yeah. laying pretty low. At least with the Hanksy boys lately, uh, mm-hmm. does seem that way. Yeah. Sam, did you get a boner this week? No, I really didn't want to even see the sex scenes. I was just real tied up with the the bone di- born the born domination. Ooh, yes, that was a pretty good part of this movie. 
Yeah, th- I I thought so. I mean, not as good as the Heights of Fifty Shades Darker, but you know, it's still something. <laughs> but I'm I'm real sorry, uh, Luke. Could I ask a question? Yeah. What could have gotten you there? I think actual porn. Actually, I have a note about this. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I have a question for Sam, who's seen all the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, do we ever see somebody orgasm in these films? Because I think the answer is no. Uh, I think we kind of see her orgasm. Do we? Um, you know, as elusive as the female orgasm is, we all know that it's almost a scientific mystery. Um, <laughs> sure. We we see what could be construed as one. I mean, there's moaning, there's gyrating. There yeah. does seem to be sort of a crest to it. The man, though, Christian, never nuts. And I say, I'll put it to you, Twilight gives us certifiable orgasms. Oh, yeah. it. We see them get there. Get there. For sure. And I I don't know. I guess this undermines my argument. Well, no, it's Twilight. It doesn't undermine my argument because who could get a boner over Twilight? Um, Did you? I did not, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> boner Inspector. I would... That would be insane. Um, I've heard of worse. I Yeah, there are definitely worse boners out there. That's a real good point. Um... But I think if we had focused a, a little bit more on a natural a natural progression through sex, I think, mm-hmm. and ending with some certifiable climaxes, that might have done it for me. Um, Ooh, okay. So yeah. you just like to, you like to see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you put it well, Boner Inspector. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I guess I'll sort of have to coast on those fumes. Bye. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel yeah. really bad for him. You know, I, re- I really wanted to send him off with something good, which is why earlier today I threatened to go over to your house and fluff you at gunpoint, I think. Yeah, and you is did. Is what I said. Um, Thankfully, I've got the flu, the remnants of the flu, so... Yeah, that was not gonna dissuade me. Yeah. Uh, which does speak to sort of a mental degradation here. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we agree about the sex scenes in this movie, though. That they're... Uh, it becomes insufferable. Because it's yeah. just... Con- like, it's that, like, kind of... Oh! Mm. Can we talk about, like, a great example is the fucking ice cream scene. I hated the ice cream scene. Oh my god, where they're draping ice cream all over each other and licking it up. In a public space, they fuck on a dining room table used by everyone. People eat there. Literally the next scene is them all gathered around the breakfast table, munching away, talking about a hike. And someone, surely someone was like, oh, did you spill some milk on this table? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> it's it does ask the age old question that Seinfeld asked uh, you know best which is can mm-hmm. you mix food and sex you should in this case you shouldn't you definitely I shouldn't honestly I don't think there's a situation in which you should 
I mean, we've already been over this on other episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I don't like it, and it just seems sticky. It's so sticky. It's so sticky, and like, look, folks, don't put sugar in vaginas. No. You're, just, you're begging for a yeast infection. Yeah. Ain't nothing sexy about that. No. I... Can we talk about Christian for a little bit? Sure, bud. What happened to him in this one? Uh, what you mean? So, in Fifty Shades Darker, uh, the wildly popular uh, Fifty mm-hmm. Shades film, that's good. And it, it, he's not great, but he's decent. We see him kind of change over the course of the movie to be like a better person, Yes. Sure. Yeah. In this one, he fully regresses to this, like, very possessive, very controlling, very, like, insecure kind of guy. Because he's like, oh, no, cover cover your tits up. Cover those up. Nobody needs to see. While they're sitting on, like, a nude beach in Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it, I once was in Italy and saw a dishwasher commercial with nudity in it. (laughs) Yeah. It did strike me as pretty funny for someone who's supposed to be so worldly and traveled that, like... Yeah. Dude, there are whole city parks in Germany where, like, that just flies, man. And that's fucking Germany. Those people don't even have a Mediterranean climate. No. No. And they're so f- filled with just grimness and hate. That, like, <laughs> Jesus. Well, and then, like, she comes back to find out that she's been promoted, which is wild. Oh, it's and, batshit. And doesn't change her email address r- right away. So he blasts into her office while she's meeting with an author who he is... Christian is immediately threatened by sexually. To be fair, Uh, this guy's uh, pretty handsome for an author. Oh, he's a fucking smoke show. Yeah, absolutely. But even so, I mean, like, Christian's just like, oh, seems like a pretty good-looking guy, huh? And it's just like, Jesus Christ, Christian, calm the fuck down. And then he's like, I sent you an email, but there is no Anastasia Gray at this company. And yeah. it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, she just came back from vacation. And it's yeah. just it's just very intense. And then uh she does she goes out drinking and then he punishes her with sex. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's no good. It really isn't, and also it's manufactured drama that's highly irritating. That's the only reason it's here is because the plot, the source material was so thin on direction and plot outside Mm -hmm. of the Bourne domination. Yes. That it had to pad the numbers. It had to do something to boost the ratings and get people invested in what was going on. And that's sort of its old, that's what it knows Mm -hmm. is Christian being kind of weird and possessive and insecure and stuff. Yeah, I just, it, I, I couldn't stand it. And then, yeah. you know, for him being such a kinkster, 
One of his fucking things was to use a vibrator on her. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Watch out for this guy. Yeah. Are you fucking... It's a vibrator. I mean... It wasn't even a particularly wild one either. No, it's pretty standard. I mean, if it wasn't painfully obvious from the way we're talking about this movie, the kink is gone, basically. Pretty... He just has an oral fixation. Yeah. The dude just sucks on anything. Yeah, I think you could you could give him the hot end of a poker, and mm. he would just go to town. <laughs> I'd on like that thing. to. <laughs> yeah, I just and and then um, she tells him that she's pregnant. Yeah, and he reacts exactly how you want your spouse to react, because he goes, Jesus. And then uh, he yells at her for a little bit, and then he just dips. Yeah, just leaves. Yeah, just leaves. Comes home drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, went went to go talk with the woman who did again uh, assault him as yeah. a minor. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I don't know why she came back at all because. The previous movie, which again was good, uh, seemed to kind of wrap that storyline up. Yeah, I thought she well, she almost gets the uh, who was it, the Samantha treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a text from her in this yeah. movie, and that's about it. So, what well, I honestly, I figure that's because Kim Basinger wanted too much money, and they were yeah. like, "Ooh, we don't, we don't have the budget." Yeah. <laughs> we'll just send a text and explain your whole character's deal through that. Um, yeah, I mean, I will point you to the note that I wrote that says they were clearly not ready to get married. What the fuck? Oh, at one point I just wrote, leave this man. Yeah, I mean, there's so many red flags going off left, right, and center. There's flare guns of, of insecurity yeah. going off right next to your head. It's it's pretty, pretty bad. Um, he, he buys a house willy-nilly. He does, and then he says the amazing line, I should have asked you first. <gasps> yeah, bud. You're yeah, married it's, now. It's a house. Man, can you imagine having so much money that you can just go out and buy a house the same way most people buy, like, toilet paper? Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I mean, I can't. Nobody should have that much cash. No, absolutely not. Uh, but if you're that rich, I can see just buying a house. But to buy a house that you intend to be your home mm -hmm. with your spouse? Yeah, no fucking shit she should be involved. Because, it, like, I don't know, like a week ago, or I don't know how much time passes in any of this, but like a week ago when you went sailing with your then-girlfriend, and she said, oh, that's a pretty house, and you just filed that away and said, I bought it. Mm-hmm. What? What? Mm-hmm. And then also you invite over the most tasteless architect in the country. Yeah, who looks at the Century Home and is like, we're gonna gut everything and turn it into an iPod. Yeah, have you ever wanted to see, like, six iPods stacked on top of each other with some, like, kids' building blocks? Uh, but it's all made of jagged glass. Yeah. Um, 
That's that's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. See, this is why you don't have architects design houses. Who would you, <laughs> Sam? <laughs> Sometimes you throw, you just throw things at me. Now, who would you have? We're so we're gonna run so long in this episode, but Sam, I don't care. Who would you like to have design houses? Uh, designers, interior designers. Uh, yeah, legitimate, like uh, like my mom. Yeah, yeah. Can can actually design a home. She can do oh, everything an architect it. does. But she has taste. Yeah, no, I'd believe that. Okay, yeah, do, that took surprisingly that. little effort. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. around to this. Do that. Uh, I don't know, like a builder or something. Just not. Have you seen architects' homes? Yeah, I mean, but you're saying Frank Lloyd Wright shouldn't have designed any buildings. Oh no, that's fine. Frank yeah. Lloyd Wright was okay. I mean, some of the houses don't seem particularly like livable. Well, they weren't designed for human comfort, Sam. They were designed to <laughs> please the aliens that lived in his brain. <laughs> That's why you don't get architects to design a house. <laughs> because architects, as we all know, are aliens who do not understand how humans actually live. They yeah. just like strange shapes, and they want them everywhere. Yeah. That's fair. Also, if you folks at home haven't Googled what a Frank Lloyd Wright chair looks like, do it. Because it's a wild ride that someone thought a human ass could fit into one of these things. So, give I, that a look. What I will say in the, in the house scene with the architect is that we have, I think, the first filmed Karen off. Mm, now we really do. Now yeah. that you're mentioning it. Uh, tell me more. So it's this groundbreaking scene in feminist film where we have two <laughs> upper class white women who are just sort of like it's this incredible power struggle. I sound like David Attenborough, but kind of like an MRA. Yeah. But um, it, it's just these two Karens just trying to out Karen each other. By by essentially going back and forth, going, do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of incredible to watch. Yeah, I do love the David Attenborough approach. And then she pulls the marriage card, implying mm-hmm. that she's more important because of her marriage to Christian Grey, and yeah. she's won it. Oh, she's one. She said, get in your shit brown car, your shit colored car, and go back to Seattle. Oh, she's wanted now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it is it is totally a Karen off. Now oh, that yeah. You're, uh, yeah. Um, who also sounds like an ancient, or not ancient, but like a great Russian literary titan, Karen off. Mm. <laughs> oh, Vladimir Karanov. <laughs> oh, you have not read literature until you have read Vladimir Karanov's uh, uh, magnum opus. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Your manager, I will speak of beats. <laughs> I wish to speak to the manager of this gulag. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
What else you got, man? I just... What... I like the thriller. I hate that I like the thriller, but to some degree it works. Yeah. Um... Now, what what sort of threw me off is that Jack, the sort of the sort of bad guy here, is like, "Hey, you, the person who I know has a security detail and is like monitored all the time, get five million dollars. Don't tell anyone." Yeah. Which we all know that you could just get five mil, sort of just ho hum. Yeah. And and meet me at this secret place. And it's just like, my guy. My guy. Come on now. Yeah, also, I did take umbrage of the fact that he's he's ransoming a billionaire. And he's like, mm, five million dollars. He's aiming really low. <laughs> he's selling himself short on this I one. Also, what's weird <sighs> is that this man loses his job and his response is to become an actual terrorist also his job is a fiction editor and the most he can dream up is five million dollars in cash not a wire yeah. transfer no just just grab five mil from your bank because they just let you do it yeah they just do it's that they don't put holds on accounts or anything because it's a pretty fucking erratic behavior. Yeah. I just, what was why why did he become a terrorist? I mean, there's the whole plot line that you're going to say is pretty good about him growing up in Detroit in foster oh, homes. Oh, no, that part was bad. Okay, okay, okay. We're on the yeah. same page then. That was that part garbage. Was pretty thin on the ground because they they really just kind of shoved that in, and they were like, "Oh, they were in the same foster home, so yeah. they could have their roles could have been reversed." It and they keep talking about Jack as though he's like this complete fucking failure. Which like if you if you set aside his his sexual violence, which is Look, I realize I'm asking a lot here. Yeah, if you just like, look beyond the fact that he's a horrible piece of shit. Yeah, but I, I just mean in terms of, like, career achievement. The yeah. man went to Princeton, graduated summa cum laude, and then became a fiction editor uh, yeah. at seemingly, like, a pretty successful publishing house. Mm -hmm. So, like, for them to be like, oh, you could have turned out like him, and it's like... Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Is that so bad that he graduated top of his class at Princeton? Yep, wasn't a billionaire what? though, so fuck him. Yeah, God, what a fucking piece of shit. He what just had enough money that he could make half a million in bail. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, what a piece of shit for not being worth billions for not being in the uh, Trace Comas club. Mm, so yes. Exactly. Should we 25 shades this? I think we're legally required to. <sighs> so what does their honeymoon look like? <laughs> Biloxi? 
mm, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I think I think Biloxi to Branson with a with a little stopover in Jonesboro. Yeah, I think for those not informed, Biloxi is a wonderful little seaside gambling town in the <laughs> wonderful state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Branson uh, is a what Branson's known for an amusement park and a bunch of shows, including Yakov Smirnov. Can I tell you what uh, my sister and brother-in-law call it? What's that? Safe Vegas. Safe Vegas. Very yeah, safe. This like Christian Vegas. Christian Vegas is true. There's no way you're going to be startled by anything that happens no, in Branson. Nothing, nothing to to challenge you in in Branson. No, Cirque du Soleil might stop their bus there to get gas. That's about <laughs> it. And they would get chased out of town. <laughs> Trampolines. Uh, no, thank you, sir. No, thank you. We're here for Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede. Thank you yeah. very much. Which I think yeah. they did change the name of. That's um, probably good. Yeah. Because <laughs> before they did, there was there was one side of the audience that was on the union. And the other side was definitely The other side was the on the wrong side of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The wrong side of dinner is mm-hmm. what they were on. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I think that's their honeymoon. Uh, yeah. Brains and the Biloxi. You know they're taking, like, a bus, too. It's not yeah. a private jet. It's a bus. I think maybe they could they could squeeze a, like, really dilapidated RV camper out of somebody. Ooh, okay, like, uh... Like a real sort of like, I I would say like a seventies like airstream, but that seems too nice. That's way too collector's edition for these guys. Yeah, I think it's like a ninety four Winnebago. Yes. Um, oh my god, that has somebody, not been taken care of. No, somebody smoked a bowl in the back and caught a curtain on fire at one point, <laughs> and. Uh, <Yes. laughs> At one point, they, it had 15 cats living in the radiator, so... Yep, and they don't know it, but there is at least some meth hidden within it. Yeah, it's a fun little uh, treasure hunt. There's some meth here. Mm-hmm. Don't know where it's going to be. So so they get back from just their whirlwind honeymoon, and yeah. she finds that she has been promoted to... Hmm check out at walmart okay yeah i was gonna say that yeah i see yeah. i think she went from greeter to check out i was gonna say greeter but there's greeter seems like i mean no offense to greeters out there but i think greeters pretty low on the low on the pole isn't it i it seems like it would be entry level so maybe she's like a store manager yeah so walmart almost seems too bougie it does. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking she's the new. Uh, she's the new shift manager at the town dump. That's kind of what yep, I'm thinking. You fucking nailed. <laughs> oh, that would no. Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, it'd be Sonic. Yep, it would be Sonic. Wouldn't See, it? 
part of my, just to part the kimono a little bit there, part of my problem is that I didn't want to alienate anybody mm-hmm. who's working these great jobs. you got to have a job. Sonic, yeah. though, Sonic, you know what you are. <laughs> Come on, man. You know where you live. I So, years ago, I had a friend who worked at Sonic as, like, a cook. Yeah. And the training video that they showed them on, like, how to cook, like, the burgers was put the meat on the griddle, smash the life out of it with the <laughs> spatula for, like, 30 seconds, flip it, smash the shit out of it again, serve it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, I mean, Sonic, the famed fast burger joint uh, mm-hmm. across America. Y'all know, y'all know what you're you're getting. So I like obviously the scene where he chains her up and like punishes her with sex. He's obviously tying her up to just a like set of box springs. Yeah. Um, and he's using. <laughs> An old electric toothbrush as a vibrator. <laughs> like a really gross one. Yes. <laughs> An old toothbrush that's not been used for human teeth in quite some time. <laughs> uh, I found this electric toothbrush behind the dog groomers. <laughs> Oh, let me see. put it up. Let me put it up to your button and see what happens here. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens when I put this up against your coochie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Here's what I want to know. Yeah. So I do think he buys some sort of domicile. Um, what does their and I'm putting heavy quotes on this architect think plan on turning it designing it into i think it's a smart home in the same way that uh home alone is a smart home Mm. (laughs) (laughs) hey man we gonna get you the highest in security we'll put a bear trap out back We'll put this bowling ball that gets triggered when you open the door to just swing right at head level. Yeah, and the the turlet's going to be secured by a 12-gauge wired up to the doorknob. (laughs) Man, you're going to love living in this Chuck E. Cheese that's been abandoned for 25 years. Yeah, I think they just pitch rigging it up. Um... (laughs) They even they even let the fucking mouse costume convey. You're going to have some wild times <laughs> in that. Can you imagine those negotiations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can the can the Charles E cheese can this please convey? Please Yeah, can c- we tell them? Can can we please get the skin of Mr. Entertainment Cheese? <laughs> please. I'm begging you. I'll pay extra. I'll go way over asking. If it helps, I need it for sex things. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, Luke. Uh, I, I mean, do you have any 25 shades? 
This one's pretty thin on the ground for me. Um, no, I don't think so. And I'm so I'm I'm descending into the sick, mm. into the sickness as we've been going on. So yeah. Real quick though, I do think that Jack instead asks for just like a five pack of Red Bull. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it'd be Rockstar. I think you'll find yeah. <laughs> it's Rockstar. Rockstar can rehab you, that he's looking for. Yeah, can you give me like, I don't know, like five, six packs of of Rockstar or I'll kill your <laughs> sister? I got her out next to the gator pond. If you don't deliver <laughs> it, I'm going to chuck her in. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah, you going to regret going down to Biloxi. <laughs> With my last... $500, you cheating son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, the last thing. Yeah. So, um, at the end of the movie, very abruptly, we see uh, Christian's mom's grave. His yeah. birth mother's grave. Very and it abruptly. Just, yeah. It bef- I think, and then right after, we just see a montage of the previous movies. It's It's very strange. But it just says her first name, Ella. What was her last name, Luke? So we've got Steel and Gray. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I think it would have to be Ella Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. <laughs> there we go. Ella Van Gogh. Yeah. Um, yep. As Christian Grey, the famed great, 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 great grandson. Yeah. Of wouldn't it Vincent? Be, yeah. Wouldn't it just be pitch perfect for E.L. James to have just worked that right in there? Mm, yes. That would have yeah. been a, a real move, but honestly, not even the most bewildering choice in all this. Yeah. Nope. Not even a bit. Well, you wanna you wanna head on out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here, man. Yeah. Wait, well, can folks? I change my answer really quick? Mm, yeah, please. Uh, sorry, I think I did badly on that joke, and I want to redo it. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Let's uh let's rewind the tape. Uh, I think it, if you'll if you do it, you'll find it was uh Gacy. yeah make a mulligan count is what they say so (laughs) fuck almighty look that is good Because then, in the last three seconds in the movie, I would have loved to have seen his face as he goes, No! (laughs) Fuck! Oh, shit! (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Well, uh... Fuck. All right. Uh well folks, uh this this actually is the end of Hanksy yep. Panksy Bad Romance. And uh next week we'll we'll be starting season three. 
season three, baby. And yeah. uh, and and you'll find out what that is. But uh, just a little hint. Yar. <laughs> All right. But until then. then uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. You can also uh, find us on Patreon. We got a Patreon. And that's at patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. We got a lot of fun stuff over there. We're uh, 90% caught up. Yeah. Uh, we got we got one more to do. Uh, got got sidelined by Luke's terrible illness. Yeah, uh, but uh, we've got some fun stuff over there. Come on over, join join the team, uh, and in particular, uh, you know, you chuck us enough money, you could be one of Hanks's heroes. That's Russell, Tuck, Daniel. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't chuck you guys in the Gator Pond for taking oh, my last no. five hundred dollars down to Biloxi. Hell no, hell no, y'all y'all ain't going in the Gator Pond down in Biloxi. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, Luke do you, do you get a final quote I do and it is I quote it's kind of like a napkin hmm. yeah kind of like a napkin it's a thinker mm, it is well folks thanks for listening to another episode of uh, Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance and we'll be back next week with season three Yarr.